Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bear Claw Podcast. I'm Joey Christopoulos. You can follow me at Joey Sports Guy right here at Fans First Sports Network. We're here talking all things Chicago Bears, Bears training camp, and the recent signings and new additions to the roster. So let's bring in our panel, our co-host. He is Vincent Saunders. What's up, Vincent? What's going on, Joey? How you doing? Good, man. Good to be back. Uh, preseason right around the corner. Super excited. Actual football on the field, not just 7-on-7 seven seven and 11-on-11 11 11 drills. Uh, so super excited, man. Uh, here to talk about the recent signings and give us a little bit of a training camp taste. It's Quentin Maddox. What's up, Quentin? How you doing, Joey? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Good to see you guys. Um, let's launch right into it here. Maybe before before we get into training camp and what we like and what we don't like and what we've seen so far, uh, let's just talk about the recent signings of the Chicago Bears. Uh, it's been a running theme here on the Bear Club podcast about the pass rush. Drink, if you've heard it here before on the show. But they finally went out and they finally picked up somebody, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, on a $10.5 million one-year deal. $10 million guaranteed. Uh, Quentin, man, hop in first, man. Just your reaction to the signing. How much better does this make the Chicago Bears on defense? Um, adding a legit professional pass rush, I think, gives the Bears, um, gives the Bears defense. It, it makes them potentially, I think, one of the – I think they should be in, in the upper half of defense in the NFL, maybe somewhere around 13th, 14th, somewhere around But, yeah, it definitely legitimizes the defense. I'm, I just wonder if Ron Poles got tired of us complaining about the lack of edge rush help. But I think that's a, that's a big boost to the defense, though. Uh, I, I'm in agreement. Vincent, man, hop in, dude. How big of an addition is Yannick Ngakwe to this Bears defensive front? Huge addition. Out of all the guys that was available, I think he was, you know, head and shoulders. Let me go that far. Uh, not head and shoulders above everybody else. I think Justin Houston, for what the Bears needed, Justin Houston mm. would probably been a, a great addition as well. But Yannick Nagakwe, he still got a lot in the tank. I still, I feel like, you know, this team, we need somebody who's going to play in the back, opposing team's backfield. We need somebody who's going to make the other offensive line like we not, they have to account for this guy. We have to account for somebody. We they just can't sit back there and pick us apart, pick our pick our secondary apart. So now we at least have somebody that we can at least account on, you know, making some headway, you know, making some uh, confusion in that backfield. Make they have to speed up and possibly make have them make this uh, decisions, the wrong decisions that will help out our secondary and cause some turnovers. Yeah, Quentin, you know, for, for Bears fans out there, maybe not familiar with his game, you know, he kind of gets criticized and knocked a little bit for not being the best run defender. He's a great pass rusher. Just from what you know about him and his play style, you know, do you think that is going to be an issue or do you think the Bears are just going to try and situationally figure out ways for Ngakwe to succeed in the defense? Um, I think the concerns about him as a run defender, they're, they're legit. Um. He hasn't been very good against the run in his career, and he's also undisciplined against the run. Um, however, I, I do feel like the Bears will um, – I don't want to call him a situational player. I, I, I definitely believe he's going to be starting, but I believe there still will be a rotation. I believe the defense line is going to rotate uh, all year at all positions anyway, so I believe that is Ibrahim ultimate um, – 
gone. So I, I, I think you'll see a lot of uh, Gibson or Dominique Robinson on um, on uh, rundowns or early downs. So I think you will see Yannick on uh, feature mainly on, on passing downs. So I think they'll do things to protect him, though. And Shields, knowing he's his deficiencies as a run defender. Yeah, there's a lot of versatility, too, with Demarcus Walker. There's a lot of reports in camp that they've been sliding him inside in certain situations. Maybe he can play mm-hmm. a little end, too, as well. And maybe that versatility helps them pick the right moments when Yannick Ngakwe can maybe just, as they say, pin his ears back and just go after and get the quarterback. Uh, Vincent, another little signing that the Bears did. They brought in 39-year-old Mercedes Lewis. Now, this was a guy who came into the league when I graduated college. I have gray in my beard now, uh, just to say, just to put in perspective of how long the dude's been around. Um, big signing, little signing, no signing. You know, where are you kind of putting this addition for the Bears? You know, us that have been around the Bears for a little, for a little while, we, we, we associate the Bears with a few things. You know, hard-nosed defense, linebackers, terrible quarterback play. And obviously, as of, as of the last some some many years we're obviously the land of tight ends as well for some <laughs> reason this this franchise just loves signing tight ends i just don't get it <laughs> they signed this guy the day before not uh, uh not in the and i was this close to pulling my hair out say so you i got the i got the notification that they they made a signing looked at him like no no that's got to be a typo don't you cannot be signing another tight end. We got Tanya. We got uh we just gave Cole Komet running back money <laughs> for you know more than running back money. I don't think how many running backs are getting 50 million these days. Yeah, you got top running back money for it like that. So yeah, exactly. That, them signing them signing them just you know took the cake for me. But I'm glad we got a, a defensive end though. You know, I'm fine with it. Whatever. Yeah, Cole Komet got uh, Jacoby Myers money, basically, <laughs> uh, and, and then some. Uh, Q, just weigh in really quick on uh, uh, Mercedes Lewis, um, and uh, and what what kind of impact do you think he's going to have, if any, on this Bears offense? Um, I looked at the Mercedes Lewis signing a little different than Vincent. Mercedes Lewis is a is a veteran and well respected in the locker room. He's a professional player. I think he can show the young guys how to prepare. Uh, he comes with a lot of playoff experience. I actually thought Paul signing Mercedes Lewis signified that this team is, I know this is going to sound crazy, um, going for it. It's, it's different than what we've seen from the youth movement. Mercedes Lewis is a, is a great blocker. Uh, he's, a, he's a great blocker on rundowns. Uh, so I think we're still going to have a run-heavy Offense. I think the signing of Lewis and Nguagwe, I, I think that kind of symbolized polls is, is believes that this team is close to a playoff berth. Getting two veterans like that. So I definitely feel like those those, those guys that are good in the locker room and uh, veterans you need down the line uh, near the end of the regular season to help you with the playoff push. So I was actually pleased with the Mercedes Lewis signing. There's two ways to look at it, right? Like the one way to look at it is 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 Q the side that I'm probably closer on that Ryan Pulse 
see as an opportunity to maybe go for it and push this team a little bit closer to a couple more wins than maybe we anticipated a few months ago, maybe even at the start of training camp. The other side to look at it too is sometimes when this shit happens, they look at it and they go, oh no, like this defensive line is as bad as we thought it was. We need to go out and figure out something right away. Um, I kind of lean on your side, Q, that I think it's something that says, hey, like I think we have the components here to really compete for a playoff spot, so let's just keep getting better. Um, Vincent, mm-hmm. I want to throw it to you because the Mercedes Lewis thing is interesting to me where I'm just kind of on the side now where I'm starting to kind of really look at this Bears offense and most specifically in the red zone. And I'm just starting to look at all these pieces and I'm starting to get really excited. Um, red zone was a bit of an issue. Red zone's been an issue with Bears offenses for many, many years where we're kicking field goals instead of touchdowns. And next thing you know, we're down 10 points, right? I think this year we have a lot of interesting pieces in that red zone to play with, not just DJ Moore, but the height of Chase Claypool, our double tight end sets, multiple running backs. And oh yeah, of course, the guy with the football in his hands, Justin Fields. So Vincent, you know, with the addition of Mercedes Lewis, everything that we have, we just keep getting deeper you know, offensively, right? I, I think it is, you know, the optimism has to be kind of ratcheting up slowly in this Bears camp. Uh, coming out of camp, the, um, the the news has been that the offense has, you know, more or less been the more dominant side of the football. Um, take that for what you, you know, take that for how you want to take it. And as you say, yeah, red zone's been one of our weak points. I'm hearing things that you well, know, we've got this big six foot five wide receiver who's also helping us, who's who's making flashes in camp, who might be a great addition in that in that part of the field in that twenty. Point me the same one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe a different one. <laughs> yeah, Q, hop in there, man. I mean, what? Uh, what do you think the potential is for this bears offense specifically in the red zone? You've added Mercedes Lewis. You now got a couple more tight ends in Tanya and commit more weapons for Justin Fields, three running backs to choose from. I mean, what do you think? I, I see potential there. What do you see? I definitely agree. Joey. I do see a lot of potential. Um, you got big targets. I mean, Mercedes was a six, 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 seven. Yeah. Six 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 seven. Okay, and Cole Komet is six five. Tunyon six four. Claypool is six five. So that's a lot of height in the red zone, though. So, and then you got Foreman. He's a big back. He's two twenty five. So I, I I do like the way they're shaping up um, offensively, and we've heard good things about them in the red zone thus far uh, during camp. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm liking what I've what I've heard so far from the Bears offense. Yeah, so actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, in the age of where we are now, um, I think it's easy to get a little over obsessed one way or the other, right? You know what I mean? Like, we, we've seen the stuff where, like, Justin looks sloppy and throws interceptions on a day. Uh, on another day, you know what I mean? We're, see- we're hearing the connection between him and Chase Claypool and Chase Claypool having a great camp. I mean, Vincent, this is all stuff that, like, I'm personally not paying a lot of attention to, but I'm also like looking at it and saying, Hey, just keep going. Right. Like some of this stuff, we're going to have to start checking off some boxes a little bit. And this is all part of training camp. Keep making progress. And it's all leading up to this first preseason game. uh, This coming Saturday versus the Tennessee Titans. 
Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, take a lot of this stuff, a lot of reports with a grain of salt. Some of it's, you know, intentionally salacious. It's to get, you know, clicks, uh, to get people, you know, uh, interested in what's going on. Um, you know, get them what's going on, get them, get them interested in what's going on in camp. But again, a lot of it's not even contact. A lot of it's a lot of install. A lot of it's scripted mm-hmm. for for the <laughs> offense to, for the offense to prevail over the defense, for the defense to prevail over the offense. You know, you just got to take a lot of that. Like, understand that. Okay, Justin had a bad day. Well, was was were the defense were were, were they were they running an offense to um, for for the defense to be successful? What is it? Was that the case, or? Was he just flat out overthrowing, underthrowing, and you know, mis misreading people? There, there's there's th- certain things you should just ask when you when you hear these certain, you know, myopic um, headlines. But yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like it's it's at this point at this point we're just ready to see him versus versus another team. We want to see want to see <laughs> it live. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Can you follow up on that really quick, man? Because you know you put a helmet on, you've been through two a days, you played the game before. Like for a Bears fan that's like never played before and reads these bad reports, or someone maybe has an off day or something. Like I'm just trying to like hammer home here in this point that like Q, like it's a process, right? Like you're supposed to oh, have yeah. ups and downs. How do you learn? How do you learn unless you make mistakes? And what better time to make mistakes than right now in the first week of August? Well, I think in a lot of training camps, the defense is going to start off ahead of the offense. However, um, we've heard a lot of good things about the offense. And granted, like Vince said, it could be, you know, things that get clicks or um, things that are pro-Justin Fields. However, we sat through a lot of Mitch Trubisky years, and we never heard reports of that offense doing much in, in practice. And then the results on the regular season – it, it, it followed up with the bad uh, uh, reports on practice. So we heard a lot. We heard a lot about Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky throwing balls into the dirt or into the fender's hands. And then when we got to the regular season, they did exactly that, though. So I'm actually I'm encouraged when I hear that the offense is putting pressure on the defense and that Justin Fields and Chase Claypool are clicking with Justin Fields and DJ Moore are clicking. And it's also encouraging to hear the way they're clicking, though. You hear Chase Claypool boxing out defenders or, or making 50-50 grabs because that's the thing that you know Chase Claypool, when he's at his best, can do. He's 6'5", he has good speed, he's a big body. So when you hear him doing those things, you are encouraged. When you hear DJ Moore running Chris routes and getting separation from defenders, or you hear Tyler Scott utilizing that speed in the slot and getting separation on nickelbacks, that's very encouraging. That's the thing those guys are supposed to be doing. You know, we didn't hear a lot of encouraging reports coming from the offensive side of the football um, in any of the mega years. So granted that that defense was a lot of time with the Fangio, and that was a tough defense given – you know, all offenses fits, but we didn't hear a lot of positive things coming from the offense at all unless it was maybe something from the running game. So to hear that the passing game is putting pressure on the defense and the, and the Bears secondary is, I know Brisker has missed a couple of practices, but the Bears secondary has pretty much been intact. And you got a couple, you know, veterans there and Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson. It's very encouraging. 
as a Bears fan. So you're listening to the Bear Call Podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, let's get into that right here on the Bear Club Podcast right here on Fans for Sports Network. Uh, I'm Joey Christopoulos, joined with my co-hosts, Vincent Saunders and Quentin Maddox. So let's do it, guys. Uh, the Chicago Bears are actually going to play against a different team um, in the 2023 season. We're going to kick it off this Saturday, uh, August 12th, against the Tennessee Titans. So uh, let's, let's open it up, gentlemen. Vincent, uh, you can go first if you'd like to. Um, just name me a player. Name me a position group. What? What part of this game coming up on Saturday has you most excited? What are you going to be watching and kind of looking in on? And um, and what do you, what do you have your eye eye fixed on this Saturday? Uh, well, position group will probably be defensive line. I, I've I we posited a few episodes back that maybe the reason why they weren't signing any you know, experienced you know edge rushers was because maybe they felt what they had in camp was good enough. Maybe they, maybe they were seeing some, uh, some growth from the young guys that we haven't heard up to this point. So I, I definitely want to see, you know, what, what, what those thoughts were, uh, you know, just, just, you know, just for my, for my understanding, for my clarity. Uh, but if a player, if there's a particular player that I'm looking to see, I want to understand what's going on with him. I want to see Tyler Scott. Ooh. I want to see Tyler Scott because you know, coming in, coming into camp, he was getting a lot of rave reviews for his speed, for may, maybe pushing some of the old, elder wide receivers to the brink. Maybe, may, maybe um, fighting, fighting for some, you know, starter, starter reps. Lately, a lot of reports from camp is that he's having, he's having a drop issue. Um, oh. So maybe that there's some concern there. Maybe it's just some Jamar Chase, you know, in the in the making. I was I gonna bring him up. I want I want to see. That's the player I definitely <clears throat> see come Wednesday. Uh Quentin, hop in, man. Name me a player, give me a position group. What has you most excited to watch uh this Saturday? Bears versus Titans preseason game one. Um, I expect both teams to be vanilla and the Titans being a little bit more established, a little bit veteran. I don't think the Titans are gonna play a lot of stars. I do think Eva Flux is gonna play. A lot of his younger players, I think guys like Eddie Jackson, Tremaine Edmonds, Jalen Johnson. I don't think those guys. I don't. I don't think we'll see those guys. But the position group I'm really looking forward to seeing um, is the Bears' offensive line because I think you'll be seeing either no Titans starters on that defensive line or second stringers. I want to see that offensive line move some people off the ball. I got. I got to see that. So I think you'll see um, Wright. I think you'll see Braxton Jones. You might not see Whitehair and um, Nate Davis, but you'll see Tevin Jenkins. And you'll see some of the young, young guys like Jatire. Um, I think that's Carter. how you pronounce his name. Yeah, Jatire uh, Yeah, and, uh, and you'll see um, a guy I, I find interesting. The center from Illinois, they drafted last year, I believe, in the fifth or sixth round. Lucas. Doug Kramer? Doug Kramer? Doug Kramer, Doug Kramer, Doug Kramer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug Kramer, yeah, Doug Kramer. I, I, I want to see him. So I want to see an offensive line move people off the ball. I want to see them give the quarterbacks time to pass because um, we haven't seen a lot of good offensive line play here, and offensive line struggled the last few preseasons, and it was just uh, a precursor to the regular season. So I'm looking at that offensive line. I want to see them move guys off the ball. I want to see them get a little nasty. I want to see them keep the quarterbacks clean. Yeah. 
man, that's a great point. Um, because yeah, depth at offensive line is going to be so key and interesting. And this is the time when you sort of figure out your rotation a little bit. So guys like Jatire Carter, I'm, I wouldn't even throw a guy like Alex Leatherwood in there. Um, who's going to be your swing He's tackle? An enigma. All right. And such where does he play now that now they have him over at left guard. So they haven't really found a spot for him that they can actually confidently put into a game and actually use. So that's the type of stuff that you figure out right now and give that guy some reps. Um, another couple of guys that I'm looking forward to seeing is honestly, I think Jack Sanborn's going to get a nice little run here. Probably. I'd like is to he see healthy? whether he's, that's my question. Does is he, he going to play? play? Is he, yeah. Is he play where, where we are with that? If he does play, I want to see. It sounds like Sewell is out. really pushing him for that starter spot. That sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think that's going to be an interesting another depth piece right there. And then, obviously, all preseason long, I've said it before, but I just want to see Roshan Johnson carry the football. Um, and, I, you know what I mean? We might not see that. We might see a little more like Travis Homer and maybe some of the other guys in camp, like Abner. that first preseason game. Yeah. But ev- Abner, for sure. But eventually, um, I do really want to see at least one preseason game, Roshan Johnson get 10 to 14 touches or get a full drive to himself, kind of see what that looks like a little bit. Because, again, when we're talking about this offense, there's a lot of ifs, like if-onlys. And if Roshan Johnson is producing and is somewhere getting between 10 to 12 touches by week six, uh, the Chicago Bears offense is doing something right, and I think that we're going places. And that starts this Saturday um, against the Titans, so I want to see that for sure. Vincent, man, any final thoughts? We might have another episode coming for the Bear Claw fans here later this week with maybe some Tennessee Titan people, but any final thoughts before we get out of here? Ah, final thoughts. We are 33 days away from when we start the season. Oh, is it Peanut Tillman time? That's that's it right there. Peanut peanut punch. And we're going to give a whole bunch of them to Tennessee come Saturday. Hell yeah, Can't man. Wait. 33 days. My goodness. And I love the number three. Q, man, any final thoughts, um, you know, heading out of this pod and maybe heading into the weekend, Bears versus Titans preseason? It's begun. Um, just excited to see football on the TV again. I know every year I get excited and then preseason is kind of a letdown. You see guys that aren't even going to be on the roster, let alone playing on Sundays. But just excited to see bear football again i think there's a good reason to have optimism this year thus far so um i'm I'm just looking forward to the preseason and the regular season oh yeah keyword yeah yeah let's keep knocking these let's knock these preseason games out right because that means we're getting one step closer to week one stay healthy Uh, please stay healthy man the last time i remember us playing the titans was the Cam Meredith knee buckle in the wrong way game. So, yeah, and he was, he was, don't want to bring have... up no bad juju. I'm not on some point, but yeah, please, yeah. let's just stay healthy. Boys, they have a big season, stay healthy. And honestly, I thought our team last year, we only won three games last year, but I thought we were a pretty disciplined bunch. You know, let's maybe keep the penalties to a minimum if possible. Let's just keep that mentality going throughout the, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're third or fourth string on this team. Um, play disciplined football, don't get penalties. Um, get out of there. I'm not really worried about the final score, Bears fans, and nor should you. Um, you know, that's going to come at a different time, and that month is called September. So right now, I, I echo Q sentiments and Vincent's too as well. Uh, good to see the boys back. Get out there, play clean, play healthy. Um, get some run for some guys that could be depth pieces that we may need weeks eight, week nine for a week or two if guys are getting banged up. And uh, let's roll, guys. Super excited.
Super pumped. Uh, this was the Bear Claw Podcast right here on Fans First Sports Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for coming back. And if this is your first time and you'd like to go ahead and tell a friend and tell them to come on back because we've got great content coming for you all season long. I'm joined by my fantastic co-hosts, Vincent Saunders and Quentin Maddox. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we may be coming back with one more episode this week, so maybe check your inbox just one more time. Um, if not, we'll be back next week to recap Bears versus Titans. Uh, Q, man, good to see you, dude. Uh, excited for football. We're actually going to be talking about real football the next time I think we have an episode. It'll be exciting. Can't wait. Vincent, man. Uh, we can overanalyze a preseason game. I, I can't wait. Baby. <laughs> Let's get the microscope out. Let's get the microscope out. Let's go out. We're going to sound super smart. Uh, guys, uh, great episode. Great to see you. Um, it's that time of year, guys. It's time to get ready. It's time to bear down. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back soon. Bear down.